Hello and welcome back to Smash Hit Sports. We got college football week two in the books and Texas is back. Uh, Texas A&M stinks. They should fire Jimbo Fisher. Alabama's dead. Um, Notre Dame ha- is going to win the national championship. Is there anything I missed? Oh, Colorado's yeah. the best team in the country. Right, yeah, Texas as well. Yeah, I, I, uh, this is Pac- a big-time over. is the best conference we've ever seen. It is. I mean. Um, yeah, much, much to talk about, but it was a great week, too. I, I had a fantastic time watching from noon to midnight. I was just glued in. I went to a, a sports bar for dinner, Excellent. and I was, I was honestly got to the point where I was overwhelmed by how much joy I was feeling because, like, Texas, you know, Ewers had a 50-yard bomb to go up, and then I looked to the right, and, like, Oregon just retook the lead against Texas Tech, and I looked to my yep. right, and Wisconsin's coming back. Maryland's struggling with Charlotte. I'm just like, holy shit, what's going on? It was just beautiful. Boise State lost on a game-winning uh, field goal at the yep. same time. It was crazy, <laughs> and it was awesome. Yeah, it, it was absolutely gorgeous, start to finish. Um, let's start with, I guess it's it's news from Saturday because it broke Saturday. However, what the fuck with Mel Tucker? Um, yeah. So the, it dropped, I think it dropped Sunday morning or like real, real late Saturday night. Um, that he is, so I think it's officially suspended without pay. I don't think he has officially been fired until the investigation is concluded. However, he's currently suspended without pay, um, due to sexual harassment allegations with somebody who like came to talk, who like talks to people about sexual harassment. No way. Yes. Like uh, (laughs) legitimately, if you look, I I forget the woman's name, but if you look her up, her thing is like she comes and talks to teams about like the dangers and issues with sexual assault and sexual harassment because she has been sexually assaulted and it like it's just an all time if there if there is truth to this Mel Tucker what the fuck dude and it like he's released a statement saying that like it was a consensual relationship and like they were both consenting adults and what I, first off buddy let let's um you don't f- why <laughs> you're mel tucker dude you just signed a 90 million dollar contract why the fuck are you trying to hook up with the sexual assault like yeah you speaker? gotta know what you're getting you into, fucking right? moron what are you doing yeah oh like, my I, god even if he was just coming on to me aggressively i'd be like you know what? not like, a chance I, this is my battle here i'm not i'm not going for this no I, and and I'm naturally like skeptical with shit like this because, you know, you'll see the media reaction and yep. it just got blown out of proportion, right? Because this again, like the northwestern ha- uh, northwestern hazing allegations we talked about uh, earlier. Yep. This feels that I didn't know that, but that feels too absurd to be real. There's no way that he is dumb enough as a person to sexually assault the sexual assault, uh, anti-sexual assault advocate yeah, who uh, like, was at Michigan state for the weekend. It's like if the haze, you know, like you were in a fraternity, were you in a fraternity or no? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I thought so. But like we had to go to the, the hazing seminar yeah. where, you know, the, the people would talk about hazing and whatnot. And, like imagine if you and your boys just like went and grabbed that Hazed. person and, and, yeah. like, hazed the hell out of them. Like that'd be the dumbest thing you could ever do. 
So, and, and if it's true, uh, Mel Tucker, that see you, buddy. You're you are fucking gone, and you just lost yeah. a shit ton of money. I don't know what that buyout is, but it ain't gonna be cheap. And Michigan State, yikes. I mean, yeah. especially you just got like we just possibly maybe put the Larry Nasser bullshit in the rear view, and like that was a horrific situation, and now this it's like come on man just yeah no this dude's gotta stop being tragic. horny that's that's the that's the thing i think we, guys are just too horny Tucker? he's 51 i wonder how old this uh woman was yeah that's um no what are we doing dude yeah uh, i feel like it's gonna be pretty hard for me to find out so we'll just move on but that's insane yep so Let's start game of the weekend. Obviously, Texas, Alabama, it was start to finish a a great game. Every time that Alabama punched back, like which you expected they would, like Texas responded. And whether it was Quinn Ewers or Xavier Worthy, the offensive line looked great for for Texas. Like they dominated, and eh, they didn't dominate, but they won the battle up front against Alabama. They definitely won the battle. The their defensive line was better than I thought they would they would be. I was yeah, it was a really impressed. really great performance. I think Texas is like very real. I I was yeah, a hater. 100%. I was a doubter. I I think I'm wrong. I wasn't necessarily a doubter, but I wasn't like oh they're CFP they're back level. Um, but I wasn't with Alabama either, so I was excited to watch this game just because I was like uh, may, like we'll see yeah. which one of these teams looks better because then they might be real. But what I was surprised with like off the jump. I was kind of like, you know, Texas looks like the better team. Yep. Um, and then I was surprised, like Alabama, like the resilience, the the energy, the big plays that they had to come back when, like, they could have been down and out. Yes, they lost by 10, but that, like, if they played again, the spread would be, like, even, I think, you know? Yeah, I, I so think I was, it would I was, be close. Yeah, so I, I was, I was re- really impressed with Alabama. I know they were playing at home, so that probably helps yeah. you a lot. Um, but... Texas, yeah. I mean, basically from the jump, I was like, this team looks real. Ewers is a beast. They have everything they need. They look like they're coached well. It's, you know, like they're legit. I'm with you. Yeah, they have some dudes. And the thing, too, is I saw some Bama fans be tweeting, like, we got to make a quarterback change at halftime. Like, what do we do? I don't – Jalen Milrow didn't lose you that game. Like, he no, had some, he ba- he had some bad game. throws. But, like, they weren't – the thing is, is – Alabama has always had either they had the unbelievable weapons in 2020. They had a phenomenal offensive line in the early, like 2010, 2012, and incredible running backs, or they had the phenomenal quarterback in Tua or Jalen Hurts or whoever, right? They've had one of those. The problem is, is their quarterback is really good, but not great. And their wide receivers are good, but not great. And their running back and their offensive line is good, but not great. And that's for 90% of the teams in this country, that's really damn good, and you're going to have a, f- a phenomenal season. But for Alabama, that's not that's not the expectation. And Right. Yeah, I did, especially just, for the fans. The fans are spoiled, so they're saying. Yeah. Like, my thing is there's no way that like Saban takes like months and months to figure out who he's starting week one. And then it's just like, you know what, we'll just start Milrow, you know, like Milrow yeah. earned that starting job. Yeah. 
Um, and I don't think he's done enough to lose it, per se. No. Like, Texas is a really good team. But like you're saying, we're used to seeing Alabama with, like, the, who was on that running back roster? It was Josh Jacobs, like, Derrick Henry, TJ Yeldon, Kenyon Drake, yeah. and, like, Damian Harris. We're all on yeah. the same Like, Alvin Kamara, before he transferred, was there, too. It was, it was yeah, insane. Something insane where, like, Alabama fans and any fan of college football is looking at it like, oh, like, this team has, like, their fifth string is uh, an NFL running back. Whereas now we're not really seeing that um, as much and that's okay. That's just NIL and transfer portal, right? That's good. Yep. You're going to have to get used to that. Um, but yeah, I think Alabama shouldn't be like upset about losing that. I, I did see a lot of people on Twitter saying like, it's over, like the season's like the dynasty's over. It's like, well, I hope so. But I, I why are you going that far? I, I will say this, this loss, it, Texas losing this game, I don't think would have hurt them as much as Alabama losing this game hurts Alabama because Alabama now has to play LSU and Tennessee and Ole Miss. And then they also have to play, if they win the SEC West, Georgia in the SEC championship, their path to a potential college football playoff berth is very, very difficult. Whereas I think if Texas have one loss, I think their their ability to win out um, would have been – a little I do think that like before the season when we were talking about uh, going through the schedules, I looked at Alabama's and I was like, okay, I, I see them losing to Tennessee and Texas mm-hmm. A&M. Yep. And then Tennessee really struggled with Austin P on yeah, Saturday. Crazy. Um, and, and Texas A&M looked not great. They looked yep. really good for like the first 18 minutes of that game. Yep. And then everything went to shit. Um. And so now I'm thinking, like, and L- we know that LSU was already semi-fraudulent. Yes. So, like, Ole Miss, maybe. They looked good against Tulane without Tulane's starting quarterback. But even then, uh, like, it took him until the fourth quarter to put him away. I know. So, like, for me, Alabama's schedule, prospectively, actually got easier um, than I thought it would be at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And so, losing this, I actually think that they impressed me enough where I, I think they have a good chance of winning out. Um, and if they do, you never know, obviously until the SEC championship game. Yep. We will see, but let's talk about the best conference in college football. And it's uh, the PAC 12 has been unbelievable. And you, you wrote in the notes here, they have three losses so far. Those three losses was one USC and Stanford played each other. One of those, one of the PAC 12 teams were going to lose like, duh. Yeah. And then you have Arizona who lost to Mississippi State in overtime. Was that game at Mississippi State or was that game at in Tucson? Oh, God. I don't I, I don't know. Uh, I know Cal was at home. I feel like. Yeah, Cal was, Cal was, was at, at Cal. No, no, no. Utah was at Baylor. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Utah was at Baylor. That was at Mississippi State. So okay. they went into Starkville and played that Mississippi State team to overtime. And then and Cal like, was within a touchdown of Auburn. And Cal was should up. have won that game. I watched sh- the Cal game. They, they should have won that over. game. Cal left so many points on the board. They were missing field goals. Like yep. they had touchdowns called back by the refs. Yep. That like was bullshit. Like Cal outplayed Auburn, in my opinion. Yeah. I was I was really upset because we jumped on the Cal wavelength. I also yeah. had Cal money line. But Arizona before the season, I was like, this team can stinks. Yep. Like, yes, I kind of like their quarterback, but their defense is gonna be awful, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And then they're playing at Mississippi State. I'm like they're gonna get smoked, uh, and I, like I was wrong. And and yep. Washington State, of course, goes in and, and dominates Wisconsin. It's kind of just like 
what happened to the other conferences that that made the Pac-12 look this incredible? I uh, dude, I don't know. It, it's crazy. It's almost as if all of these schools are really good at football and they should like form a conference in which they play each other yeah, and then like and stay there. Dude, that would be so sick. <laughs> that would be sick, dude. Can you like, imagine all, Big Ten teams all the West Coast the West. teams playing each other for big yeah, important games so late at night? Damn. <laughs> In, re- in reality, it is really sad that, like, the most deep conference is just not going to exist anymore next yeah. year. Because it's it has been awesome. And, like, Washington State, um, the you know, their head coach talking that, like, nobody wants us. Like, what, like we are just as much of a Power 5 team as anybody else. We And they I, showed it. As, as an ACC member, not like Washington State and Oregon State look – way better good. than Stanford and Cal looks good. But like, I don't understand why we were like, yeah, no, no Washington state, no Oregon state. Like, yeah, especially Oregon state. I mean, I guess ACC kind of focuses on basketball kind of heavily too, but Cal is like the worst basketball program in the country right now. So it, it, it's all hoopla. I hate it. Honestly. Yep. I, I hate it. But yeah. That <laughs> was a great, that was a great game. Um, I think don't get me wrong. Um, obviously you have Wisconsin in the college football playoff. It yeah. was a bold take at the time. It was. Um, I still, I still believe in Wisconsin long term. That was my yeah. whole reasoning. But at the, um, at the same time, like this is still like Wisconsin could end up being nine and three and still having a very good year under Luke Fickle in their first season. And, so. and I bet they do. Um, the, the weird thing when I was watching that game is Braylon Allen had like two carries or like yeah. one touch in the first half. Like I was just like, what are we doing? Uh, their backup, I'm blanking on his name. He, he's really good. So yeah. I kind of get it, but, uh, I was just, I was kind of confused at some decisions. And then again, Wisconsin was fighting back. Uh, they were down two in like the fourth yeah. and just couldn't get things to go their way. But there was a second there where I was like, yeah, they're going to pull this out and, and I'm alive, but no, I was wrong. And that's okay to be wrong. I, I took a chance. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about coach prime in Colorado. Um, Hindsight's twenty twenty. Why the fuck did I even think that Jeff Sims belonged on the same field as Shadur Sanders? Why did I think this was going to be a close game? Because it like if you just objectively like Je- Jeff Sims is Nebraska's quarterback, are you sure that this is going to be a close game? <laughs> what the fuck well, was I thinking? You were saying, Cody, in the last episode, it was like this spread screams trap, right? It's like, yes. well, I get it, I get it. It's a rivalry game. You know, I get it. But then we both were like, it's at Colorado, and Colorado is so much more talented. Yes. And we just saw what they can do. Yep. So, like, I think they win by 20, but I can't bet on it because I'm scared. And then, of course, they win by 20, but, like, I I didn't, like, I nope. barely, I put it in a parlay. I, was, I didn't, like, solo it or anything, which is upsetting. Yep. Scared money don't make money, but, I mean... Th- Shadur Sanders adds to his Heisman campaign. Travis Hunter didn't do a ton offensively, but again, still. He played 120 snaps and like that's, that's just that alone ridiculous. is impressive. And it yeah. was close defensively for, again, the, the first, yeah, the first half so, for sure was yeah, tight. First half. So, um, so like I, I wasn't, you know, I was kind of like, okay, I, I was right to kind of fade this game, but that's what happens uh, when you have a team that much more talented. And yep. it's just so crazy to me how 
it was lazy journalism to just assume that Colorado wasn't going to be good when they get all of this talent. It's like talent yeah. wins games. People, people are like, oh, he's just bringing a bunch of guys from Jackson State. It's like, yeah, those guys were also four and five stars. Like, yeah, he's bringing not, like a, it's not your typical FCS talent that he's bringing with him. So he's also like so aggressively picky with who he wants that like yeah he he's sniping people from other schools. Do you hear he's like he? Uh, I want my quarterbacks to have both their parents, but I want my defensive linemen to only have one of their parents. Yeah, he knew they yeah. grew up hungry. I was like, I yeah, fucking, I love like, that what quote. What a what a ridiculous quote. But I get it psychologically. It does make sense. So, yeah, um, yeah, they look good. Yeah, they play so Colorado, Colorado State this week, um, which will be game day. Which is kind of weird. Uh, did you see yeah. the um, Florida State Clemson got a noon game and Texas Baylor. Baylor's 0-2. They, they got, like, the primetime game this week. That's stupid. It's so Whatever. sad. It's... Whatever. Or not not this week, sorry. But, uh, yeah. In, uh, the two weeks from now? Yeah. Yep. Like, whenever they, they just released a schedule for it. And I was thinking about going to that Clemson-Florida State game. But I'm not – I don't think I'm interested enough in uh, – Paying that much money for a noon and, game? And, and tailgating at 9.30 a.m. for, you know, we're not even going to be ranked. Like, yeah. I have to travel all the way down there, so okay. Let's it's disappointing. Let's talk about Clemson then. Um, I was I was legitimately terrified for you in the first half. Yeah, I know we were texting. I was like, that was. I we almost have full blown nightmare scenario like that. No, yeah, it would have been the worst loss in sports history. I remember just thinking like fifty K, point K favorite. Klubnick. Yeah, fifty and a half point favorite, and, and K Klubnik. It, it was the same story as the Duke game where it's like. All right, you know, we're driving, and then, like, oh, let's shovel the ball to the other team and let them go score. And Cade, like, throws the worst pass I've ever seen uh, and is taken back for a touchdown. And we're, you know, fumbling, and oh, my God. I was just like, this is is what the season's going to be. We're just going to be, like, terribly idiotic always. Um, But then, Cody, we turned it around to the point where I actually was smiling. For the first time in a while, I was, like, (laughs) full-blown – I was leaving. I was happy. And the reason why, I don't know if you saw the TikTok I made, but Clemson outgained uh, Charleston Southern by over 600 total yards. Have you ever seen something like that? I mean, that is, it's an ass kicking. They they kicked ass in the second half. They did exactly, I don't know what Dabo said to him at halftime, but they needed that because it was, yeah, it was ugly. It was, it was ugly, ugly, but then you look at it, and it's like, okay, Charleston Southern had 70 yards total all game. They had 18 rushing yards. They didn't have a first down in, like, the entire first half, yet they had 17 points. Yep. So it's like, like if, if Clemson can just totally never make a mistake for the rest of the year, which obviously is not going <laughs> to happen, but if in that scenario they just don't, Clemson's a fantastic team. Like, yep. I I, I – I would go as far as to say that I I believe they can you know they're they're good enough to to accomplish run it, anything. We're on the table, but. like a hundred percent. So it's really it, it it gave me a sense of positivity that uh, I haven't really felt in in a while because even last year with DJU we're favored by like forty five points against Furman to open the season, yep. and Furman outgains us in total yards, has more first downs. We win by twenty, but that's because we're Clemson. And, you know, yeah. that's just how it happens. But, like, you look at it and it's like, oh, that's a pretty even game. Yeah. And then we're favored by 45-plus, but we do what we used to do in, like, 2017. 
Yep. Um, and so it was just, it was refreshing um, that second half. Yeah. You, you got a couple cupcakes on the schedule for Clemson and uh, Florida State this week. this week. So you play FAU, which, I mean, not not a terrible cupcake. I mean, Tom Herman's a, a good coach. Florida State actually has more of a cupcake in Boston College, who yeah. almost lost to FCS Holy Cross. But I know. We'll that, get that into that team, later. But, yeah. <laughs> dude, dog shit, dude. Um, but, yeah, let, let's talk other ACC action. Um Notre Dame, Notre Dame, yeah. Notre Dame extended their win streak. I believe it's now 18 straight consecutive wins against ACC opponents in the regular season. Um, wow. Yeah, it's it. Join a conference. I I have no interest. We dominate it anyway. Um, it was a weird game in the first half. Um, I say first half. It was a weird game until the end of the rain delay. So. They played a little bit, had that rain delay, which it seems like every team on the East Coast had a rain, like Purdue, Virginia Tech. Uh, Wake Purdue, Virginia Tech was a four-hour rain delay. Yeah, that was insane. insane. Uh, Vanderbilt, Wake Forest was delayed. Um, ODU, whoever they played, they got delayed. I think, was JMU and Virginia delayed? Uh, I think they might have played. I don't know, honestly. It, so it wasn't very long. Um, but they had a, all these teams got delayed, which was crazy, but – um nc state's brand new scoreboard got struck by lightning um they were bragging about their new 50 million dollar scoreboard and then it got struck yeah, by lightning and shorted yeah, out tough scenes yeah. um insurance will cover it but <laughs> that sucks um but yeah notre dame looked good notre dame Looks dominated good. a team audrick estime had 130 some rushing yards he had no, that I'm, 80 I'm yard the... touchdown sam hartman three touchdowns like it's I'm on the Audric Estime uh, Heisman campaign now. Like I, he, he looks real, real good. He don't get me wrong. I I love Audric Estime. However, he's in the perfect situation in a team that wants to run the ball, likes to run it between the tackles. He is a great between the tackles runner behind a top five offensive line in the country. And right, that, their O line helps. I mean, statistically yeah. speaking, I'm not saying necessarily he should be a first round NFL yeah. draft pick. But as far as what I expect his to sit, uh, his stats to look like yeah. at the end of the year, I think he could be in in New York. Yeah, in he's January, a dog. So he, he is he's, he's a great dog. Um, I might actually be going to the Central Michigan Notre Dame game, which would be cool. Um, I think Notre Dame is like a thirty point favorite, um, but I'm excited for that. I bought my tickets using SeatGeek. Um, but I could not use my promo code because it's only for first-time users. However, you guys could use the promo code if you want to go to a game this weekend. Uh, promo code Smash Hit Sports gets you twenty dollars off your first purchase at SeatGeek. Um, do you have a game on the schedule that you're going to yet, or no? Um, well, I'll be in Charlotte uh, on Thursday, so okay. I think some, and obviously Clemson people moved to Charlotte, so I know tons of people in Charlotte. I live yeah. there when we first started talking yep. um, and a lot of them are thinking about going down for the FAU game. Uh, it's a night game, which would be cool. Yep. Like I, so it's very possible. I go to that. Um, it just depends on, it, it's going to be spontaneous, but yeah, if yeah. not that maybe wake forest, we'll see. Ooh, that'd be cool. I got to save, I got to save some money. I'm not going to be able to go to like Notre Dame or. Yeah. Or, uh, I feel you. And Florida State to noon. So that's dumb. Yep. <laughs> Um, let's talk about another ACC squad. ACC really showed out this weekend. I mean, outside ACC of the fact that good, man. They're good NC this State year. got kicked out, kicked ass. But uh, yeah, 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 Miami. 
Miami over Texas A&M. In, I will I will say this. I want to preface this very clearly. I have shit on Jimbo Fisher in the past. I'm not doing it today. Texas A&M played well. Miami just played better. Like it, this was a game where last year both of these both of these teams kind of played like shit, and then Texas A&M won. Whereas this game, both teams played well. Miami won. Tyler Van Dyke had five touchdowns. The dude. He played like the Tyler Van Dyke that everybody thought he was going to be. Yeah, five-star Tyler yes. Van Dyke. NFL first-rounder Tyler Van Dyke. Yeah, he um, balled it, the fuck out. Wegman looked good, too, for Texas A&M. Yeah, Wegman looked like, good. I didn't Evan know how Stewart. big he was. Uh, I was I was surprised to see how, how like massive Wegman looks out there. He looks but, like a corn-fed son of a bitch. You know what I mean? Like yeah, He's a, he's a, like, he's a southern kid. Like, oh, my you God, know? this is a giant. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, watching that game – it felt like Texas A&M had control of it until yep. right before half, they drove down the field, kind of got unlucky and then yep. missed the field. And then yep. Miami goes down and scores, scores. right before half. And yep. I think Miami gets the ball to start the half. And that like totally changed everything about that game. So again, I mean, that's football that happens, but I, I don't like, again, it's a, it's a, a situation where if they played again, I'm not like saying, Oh, I'm taking Miami. Cause like they're the better team. I think it was, it was a really close, good game. Just Miami overpowered him in that second half. Yep. Yeah. But o- overall, like, I feel pretty good about these teams coming away. I don't yeah, feel no, like I think they, they can both be ranked. Um, yeah. I think in my latest prediction, I have them both just outside. But, again, a lot of teams have impressed me so yeah. far this season. I have Miami in my top 25 this week. I don't have Texas A&M. But at the, it's hard to – this week, yeah, in, I have this Miami week, in, my, in my current top 25, yes. Yep. In my future top 25, that's where it gets a little tricky. You got to predict every game. But, um, but yeah, the ACC, man, against the SEC especially, is like four or five and one this year. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't even – Fucking Vanderbilt ruined time. it for me. <laughs> yeah. But when, when were they – like when was the last time the ACC was even close to being 500 <laughs> against the SEC? It's been a while. You know? It's been Probably a while. Yeah, so, like 2013. I played that many more times this year. So at least before both. It'll be like so Georgia. Much. It'll be Georgia Tech and Georgia and Louisville, Kentucky are the two ones and, that. that Carolina and yeah. uh, Florida State, Florida. Yep. But so a couple um, more matchups, but yeah. But again, even if none of those go our way, I think it'd be. It'd be like even. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I love the head start that we have on the SEC. The SEC is kind of having a, like a down year. There's not a lot of scary teams besides Georgia. Yeah, so. I I agree. And SEC fans might take a little bit of offense to that, but it's the truth. The, AC, yeah, the SEC eventually does, you have to accept it, right? They don't look nearly as good this year as they have in the past. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll eat my words if they end up, you know, getting two teams in and the championship is like Georgia, Alabama or something again. And yeah. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's the SEC. But I just highly doubt that happens this year. Yep. Um, Utah and Baylor, that game stunk. I, I want to see Cam Rising play. I don't know when that's going to happen. I hope that it's sooner rather than later. Um, I think it could be this week. I have long-term concerns about Utah if they don't get Cam Rising back because the, that offense looked tough. Um, they didn't have their, their All-American tight end either. So – it's yeah i forget his name like it's something weird like uh, gaith g or something i don't know yeah but he's great uh and i I think cam rising i one of my buddies goes to utah so i think 
Um, he might be coming back this week, which would be good. Um, this is the what? This is like the last weekend of no, like no guaranteed conference play. So I don't know if Utah has a conference game or not, but yeah, they got Weber State this week. So, yeah, got, or Weber got, State, and then uh, then they they get right into the thick of it. UCLA, Oregon State, back to back weekends. So they they go quick. Yeah, this is this is probably going to be the last like week as far as uh, us predicting games. That's just going to be not necessarily that exciting. Yeah. Um, last week was great, but like we're, we have a lot of non-conference games that aren't super enticing this week, but then we get right into conference play. It's going to be, you know, game after game, tough battles everywhere. Yep. Um, the other, only other thing that we really have is Tez Walker of UNC was denied a transfer from the NCAA. What the fuck? I don't understand, yeah. dude, this, I don't understand the NCAA's blatant disregard for player like concerns because they have all summer to review these transfer applications. Like this isn't something that just came across their desk. He has intended to transfer here since the spring. They've had all summer to look at this and it's a very straightforward case. He was at a school where he did not play a single snap he then transferred to another school in order to play. He then is now transferring back to UNC to be closer to family. It's it's a very like open and shut thing. And they're like, nope, we can't do it. But somehow JT Daniels is on his fourth team. Like I don't, Phil Jerkovich is now playing for his third team. Like what, what the hell are we doing here? I yeah, I thought get we... It. I thought we got rid of all those problems a couple years ago. Cause I mean, I remember in the 2010s, you saw it, I think, a little more in uh, basketball. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you have to sit out a year, transfer, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. just, you know, try and not let people transfer ever. Uh, but then we haven't seen any drama in that regard for a while. And then I see this. And when I read Mac Brown's quote, I thought it was like a beat writer or something for UNC that was just like having no. a rant. I know. And I was just like, oh, damn, like, this is so facts. And then I see that Mac, it was like a Mac Brown quote. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, like, this is, this is like affecting, uh, like the, the core of the, the football team. So the, the end of his statement, which is like from like a North, very official is how did, and this is about the NCAA, how dare they ever speak about mental health and student athlete welfare. Again, we've got complete rosters overhauled through the transfer portal. Yet players play we have players playing in their eighth year of college, players playing at their fourth school, and the list goes on. Yet Tez Walker, who has only played football at one school, is ineligible. It makes no sense, and it never will. Yeah, I don't get God. it. I would love, it's I would insane. love like uh, explanation from someone who is yes. well versed in the NCAA rules because I've yet to see one. Because to me, it's they just like have... I don't. I straight up just don't get it. Um, because it like, like, I I have to there. I don't believe that it's just like out of evil uh, maliciousness. Like, eh, we don't, there's no reason, but we don't want to play. Like there has to be something in writing and they were Some, like, their hand was forced. Well, technically we had a fucking, yeah, some I, there has nerd. to be technically though. And I, I <sighs> want to see what the technically is because I don't know what it is. Like you can't go yeah. back to the same school. I don't know. 
What is what the is, NCAA is so stupid, dude. It's so dumb. Do you see? I don't know if uh, you're a big tennis guy, but the oh, yeah. U.S. Open, oh, yeah. U.S. Open oh, this yeah. weekend. So Fiona Crawley is a women's tennis player for the University of North Carolina. I'm pretty sure she made it to like the semifinals of the U.S. Open. Her purse for where she had finished was eighty-one thousand dollars. She was not allowed to accept it because she's an NCAA athlete. But oh, like, no fucking way. Yeah. Now, she can get a million-dollar endorsement deal from Nike as a part of NIL, but she can't win the $81 million, or 80, $81,000 $81, that her purse would have been for where she finished at the U.S. Open. That, that's, yeah. so, that's so stupid. And see, NCAA, what are we doing? What are we doing? So okay, dumb. yeah. So I, she, doubt, she didn't make it to the semifinals, I was going to say. Was it quarters? Maybe I don't know. No, she she just advanced through. She like won all of her qualifying matches. But again, oh. she's a college student. Like tennis is deep as hell, so she lost in the first round. But to get there, even yeah, is very impressive. But uh, yeah, I mean, she won all her qualifying and then actually got to play probably in her first major ever. Yeah, um, which is super cool. And then yeah, she doesn't get the money. That's stupid. Yeah, that's so dumb. So dumb. Yeah, but yeah, I'm a big tennis guy. I've played my whole life, so I was watching a lot of U.S. Open. Uh, very entertaining. Um, but again, it, it sucks so bad that like the finals were on college football Saturday. Yeah. In the thick of it, and then NFL Sunday in the thick of it because I just I had to yeah. wave the white flag in my tennis watching career for yep. the season. It it gets the best of us. I'm not a big tennis guy. I'm going to be honest. Um, I like to consider myself an athlete. God damn, I am bad at tennis. Really? Um, oh, dude, terrible, <laughs> terrible. I have no control. I'm no control. My entire you, hit it, you hit it too far every yeah, time and all that. My brain is processed to hit dingers. I'm I'm, I'm all about power, not about the the technique. So yeah, that is what that, it is. Yeah. yeah, I know some people like that. Um, but let's get into the week three slate. Um, let me know which of these games you think is going to be the most I- interesting. Um, starting with Penn State at Illinois. Um, I think this is a big noon kickoff. Um, Illinois lost to Kansas, so this game isn't really, like, great. This will be – Penn State, like, will actually have, like, a decent test here. Um, but I, Penn State wins. I don't – So, Illinois – Illinois beat a good Toledo team, which is uh, impressive. Yep. But then I, I'm not sure still if Kansas is legit – and like actually really good or mm. if Illinois just like kind of got the shit kicked out of them uh, to a, a very mid team. I watched that game. It was the only good game on Friday and yep. Illinois didn't look good. So, and Penn state's looked really good this season. So I kind of looked at the spread and winced a little bit as like, ah, I want to take Penn state so bad, but that just feels, you know, yeah. it, it feels like the type of thing that like, Illinois somehow actually plays really well. Like, how does Vegas know? So, I'm uh, I'm interested, kind of, I guess, but I'm not gonna touch it, so I'm not gonna watch it probably. Yeah, this is this will just be a game I'll keep an eye on. We'll see how Penn State looks. You know what I mean? I have them. I have them at four in my top. You know, twenty five. I, I, I know you have up there. I'm very bold on them. I'm in my CFP, college football playoff. Right? So we'll we'll see. Um, LSU Mississippi State is an interesting game. Mississippi State obviously has not played well or did not play well against Arizona. This game's at Mississippi State. Um, they're plus nine and a half. LSU is coming off a dominant win against Grambling State. Um, 
I like the Tigers here. I think they win. I think they win handily. I think it's not even close. I think really, yeah. Because um, I'm, I'm high- looking at what you have written down, and it says the opposite. But I know, I know. Okay, I'm high. So you changed your mind or I, what? I changed my mind. I because I made the graphic already. I just hope you know. So <laughs> you are you're okay, officially here's, taking this. Here's the thing: the more it's the problem I have is with what we've seen out of Mississippi State's offense. Because yeah, it's been it's been good at times and it's been bad at times. And I think Yeah, but I'm I gonna don't... stick with I'm gonna stick with Mississippi State. I'm gonna stick with Mississippi okay, State. Just for the graphics sake. Well for the graphics it's, sake, it's... but also for my own mental health, because like if, if just, they win, yeah, you wanna be able to All I right. can't ever like I don't believe in Brian Kelly. I don't believe in Brian Kelly. The problem is is Jaden Daniels is going to have games where he plays really well and LSU will win those games. And he's going to have games where he doesn't play well and LSU will lose those games. And I don't know which games those are going to be. This is going to be a tough road environment at Mississippi State. I, I'm going to take, I'm going to stick with the Bulldogs. Listen, I have Mississippi State covering because plus nine. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. I think it's a touchdown game for sure. Um, and I like you know will rogers and and i think we're gonna see a little bit more from them but again this is this is where we're gonna like slowly but surely this season we'll see whether the pac-12 you know some of these teams are are a bit fraudulent or if they're all just amazing because as of right now as it stands arizona might actually be really good and maybe arizona plays lsu tight which if you told me that Two months ago, like Arizona LSU play, and it's a really close game. I'd be like, yeah. no, it's not. Um, but like, it, like it's weird, but it might be right. So I'm not gonna say Mississippi State struggled because maybe they just beat a good team, and uh, LSU beating Grambling State doesn't matter to me really. So yeah, I do like Mississippi State um, against the spread. I'm taking here, LSU though. though, as far as uh, who, who I'm taking okay. to win. Yeah, yeah. spread wise, like- I'll be I'll be riding with you. Same. I think this is going to be a little bit of an overreaction um, to how Mississippi State played against Arizona, um, that that line's going to move quite a bit. Um, Kansas State at Missouri. I love this game. This this is a game I will absolutely be watching. Um, Missouri yeah. is a tough team at home. They play really great defense under Eli Drinkowitz. Um, and I believe in Kansas State. I think Kansas State wins this game, and I think Kansas State covers. However... This is going to be a really fun game to watch because we get to see what Will Howard can do offensively and how because Kansas State very quietly has gone out and handled business through two weeks. Yeah, that's so, what I was about to say. They're cruising right now. Nobody, nobody's talked about Kansas State, but they've quietly handled their business. Now if they go in, they beat an SEC team at their place before you head into Big 12 play. I think it could very quickly become – all right, Texas-Kansas State, that's going to be a hell of a game. I have Kansas State, I think. I had them unranked to start the year. I have them ranked like 10th now because they've impressed yep. me that much. Um, they they just beat like Troy, right? Troy's a yeah, good tr- – Yes. It's a good group of five team that a lot of people would have in their top 10 group of five teams this year. And the spread yep. was 17. And I saw a couple people that I follow on Instagram like, Troy's my sneaky upset pick, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And I'm like, no way, though. Like, Kansas State looks great week one. Like, no way. And then Kansas State goes out and smokes them. Yep. And Missouri has actually struggled pretty mightily, I would say, mm-hmm. through two games this year. Not only that, but the SEC 
has not done very well against the spread against other power five conferences this year, yep. like actually abysmally bad. And I don't think that's just a fluke, right? We've had three weekends now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I am shocked at the spread. It's one of my favorite bets. We'll get yeah. to that later, but yep. um, I'm definitely like excited at, at watching it for the sake of like, I want to be right because I think Kansas state smokes them. I think they win by like 20, 20 yep. plus. Um, an interesting game, uh, Minnesota and North Carolina is a very like good offense against a good defense. Uh, this game's in North Carolina. North Carolina went to overtime with App State, which they need to stop scheduling App State. <laughs> Holy shit. Every, everyone does, yeah. But I I like North Carolina. Um, Minnesota doesn't – nothing about that team impresses me, like – their wide receivers played pretty well against Nebraska, but at the same time, like we're starting to see what Nebraska is. Um, They also scored 13 points barely against Nebraska. So that offense is impressive. And North Carolina's defense is better than we thought it would be. Yes, it is better than I thought Um, it would be. So so it's not like, oh, a bad offense will actually be able to thrive because they're playing North Carolina. I don't think that's true. And I think North Carolina – when you have the better, you know, quarterback and the better skill position players, like North Carolina's running back has really impressed me this year. Yep. Um, yeah, I think I think it should be North Carolina taking that one. Yep. Give me North Carolina as well. Um, South Carolina at Georgia. I think Georgia beats the dog piss out of South Carolina. Yeah. And South Carolina yeah. fans call for Spencer Rattler to be benched. That is my prediction. <laughs> You're gonna happens see it. once a year, right? You're going to see it, and it's going to be that. He's going to throw three interceptions, zero touchdowns, and you're just going to be like, what the fuck? South Carolina my fans thing, are going to be all up in my mentions. My thing with South Carolina is, like, people are down on them. The The offensive line looked really bad against UNC. Yep. And then they kind of started out slow and sluggish against Furman, which, like, yep. should not happen. Um, But I think this game against Georgia, like, I don't remember when it was, maybe 2019, that they beat Georgia. Mm-hmm. And it was like a huge shock. Um, and I think they're motivated enough. And I think Rattler is good enough. And they're well coached enough to treat this game as like a chance to do something spectacular. Because again, this is a Georgia team that's riding a 30 plus game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Georgia has struggled in the first quarter against two really bad teams. Oh, did my face just go away? Whatever. Yep. Um, okay. Well, they've been struggled in the first quarter against two really bad teams, but because they're really bad teams and Georgia has all this depth, um, they're able to just wear them down, right? Because that's just how mm. it works when you're playing like Ball State and UT Martin. But South Carolina comes at least close to the depth of talent, right? So I think Georgia might struggle for longer earlier because, again, we still mm. don't really know what Georgia is this year. Um and so I just think 27 is a bullshit line uh, as far as, like, the context of it. Like, I don't – I'm not saying that I don't think Georgia can smoke them, but the idea of the line is why I, I'm going to take South Carolina plus 27. Yep. Um, we got Washington and Michigan State. I'm not going to touch this game just because of the Mel Tucker bullshit, but 17 yeah, points. I don't even think that might be enough. <laughs> I think yeah, Michael it was Penix, fourteen before the Mel Tucker drama, and then now it so moved, now okay. seventeen. 
Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, listen, Michigan State, I thought people were sleeping on him before the season. And then I thought they looked pretty good in the first two games. So I was like, oh, nice. Like, maybe Michigan the, State. Their quarterback looked good last week. Like, three touchdowns. Yeah, no. Like, he, he played well. I'm saying, I'm saying Michigan State could be good, but now they have this bullshit. But the only thing is, you the bullshit can go one of two ways. It can totally ruin your the trajectory of your season. Uh, it can, like, Northwestern you. Or yep. it can, like, you get the interim guy. And like lights a fire under you and you go on this crazy interim run, especially this is true in the NFL that like week one, like uh, interim head coaches um, that are coaching their first game. They like always typically do well. Yeah. Or honestly, a lot of the times they win. Um, And so like, I don't want to touch it just because it's just like crazy. And I don't think Michigan state can win because I really like Washington, but I am excited. I, that's actually a game I really want to watch because I, I think it should be closer than people expect it to be. Yep. A lot of points in that one. Um, over maybe, is 57 and a half. So we'll see. The Vegas thinks there'll be points. Um, yeah. Tennessee at Florida. Florida's a seven and a half point dog. Yeah. That's, that's a no touch for me. I, I don't. don't I've ever. I think Tennessee wins, but like this game could get feisty in the swamp very mm-hmm. quickly. This is a huge game every season. Like Florida, Tennessee is always this week, I think. And it's always like a a great game. I I love watching Florida, Tennessee. At night. I'll never forget 2015 Will Greer. Do you remember that game? Ooh, yeah. Antonio Callaway, 4th and 14, whatever it was, in the swamp. And I was like, holy shit. That was like the best college football game I've ever seen. And, uh, I honestly think it could be something like that again. Like, I think it, like, I don't want to touch it because seven seems so crazy for a team that I think is going to be bad, like Florida, yeah. against a team that I think could make the CFB. Um, but it's just so, so, it means so much to both teams. So, yep. yeah, I won't be touching it. Same. But I do think Tennessee wins. Um, yeah. I, I, I would, I'm putting it in the graphic for Tennessee, but I wouldn't be shocked if Florida yep. won. South Alabama, Oklahoma State, more than anything, Oklahoma State's kind of struggled a little bit. They're, they, I don't think they are decided on their quarterback. And this game, eight and a half is the line. This game could be interesting. Um, it's at Oklahoma State. I am probably going to take South Alabama to cover. Um, I think Oklahoma <laughs> State wins. But just this is a game where it's 7 p.m. kickoff, like, Nine o'clock rolls around. We could be we could be having some conversations. So just be on yeah. the lookout for it. Before the season started, I was super all in on South Alabama. Like they could be the Tulane team. They you know, and, yep. and obviously they lose to Tulane. Um, and then they struggled a lot against Southeastern Louisiana last week. Yep, uh, which was like like it was like tied at half. I was like, oh my god, what is going on? I thought South Alabama was supposed to be really good. Uh, they figured it out in the end, but I was like, this is going to be my last week of like, I believe in South Alabama. If they go out and they get smoked or it's just, they don't come close to the spread. Yep. I'm, I'm just going to wave the white flag. Like I was wrong about South Alabama, but I am going to ride them straight up money line, game pick, graphic, everything. I'm going South Alabama. Fair uh, enough. And luckily it's because Oklahoma state has also not impressed me. So I think it's very doable. Yep. Absolutely. Um, this is a game 
I'm going to go ahead and spoil it. This is my, this my bet of the week. This is my play of the week. Arkansas is minus 10.5 against BYU. And yeah. the Mormons got to come into Fayetteville. Woo pig suey. Yeah, Which, I like that a lot. I'm gonna I'll I'll put the video clip in here, but it's the like guy I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go hogs. <laughs> Fuck it. They are going to run this BYU team out of here. Um but yeah. but BYU they they played well against Southern Utah, beat them forty one to sixteen, but they beat Sam Houston State fourteen to nothing. Like they only scored fourteen points. This offense doesn't look like I- incredible. Uh, Arkansas might beat this team by thirty. I I truly believe that at home. I, one of my favorite bets week one was Sam Houston State to cover that spread against BYU because of the FCS uh, yep. trend. So that was awesome, right? I had a great week one, not not so great last week, but um, yeah, I I think that KJ Jefferson is like just a different beast and is like almost too fast for the linebackers at BYU. So yep. Uh, yeah, I think that Arkansas is going to be able to score at will, and you know BYU should put up some points. I like, I don't know, forty-two to twenty-three final score yeah. or something like that makes sense, right? Like, it just you close your eyes, it's like yeah, Arkansas is going to put up a ton of points. Yep, yep, a hundred percent. But should be a fun game to watch. Another night game, um, Syracuse at Purdue. Um, Purdue's kind of been feisty, seen- but. Have you it, seen Syracuse uh, uh, scores the first two weeks? They yeah. have played well, haven't they? I'm pretty sure. Sh- I don't know the exact numbers, but I think they've been smoking their competition. Yeah. So first two games, forty-eight to seven against Western, and sixty-five to nothing against Colgate. So yeah, great. Hot, I don't think um, not great competition, but yeah, Western Michigan's going to be like the bottom of the MAC this year, but. Outscoring your opponents 117 to – or 112 – 117? Yeah, 107 – no, 113. God damn, I'm terrible at math for being an engineer. <laughs> um, outscoring your opponents 113 to 7 through two weeks is pretty impressive. Um, Purdue, I believe – did they lose to Virginia Tech last week? No, they won. But they Virginia won. Tech – and there was that massive delay, and it was kind of just a gro- gross yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I love Syracuse. This is actually probably my play of the week is Syracuse. Okay. To cover because the spread's super low. Two and a half. Again. Yep. Uh yeah, we're seeing ACC teams like play better than they should be. Um yep. and we're seeing conferences like the Big Ten and like the SEC that should be amazing. They're you know, lesser uh conference members aren't holding up their end of the the stick. So I love Syracuse in this one. It is at Purdue, right? Yes, it is at Purdue. But, but I, I'm pretty sure, like, last year it was a fantastic game. Yeah, uh, no, it was a fin- – right. it literally came down to a Hail Mary on the last play of the game. Like, it was insane. Yeah. And, and it was, like, it was like 7-10 to 10 going into the fourth, and it was touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Yeah, touchdown, the final touchdown. score was, like, 32-33. to 33. Like, it was yeah. a, a, one of the and best quarters of football watch. we had so all year. As far as watchability – it's like, up there. Keep in mind that you you're probably your instinct is like, no, I don't want to watch it, but like it's worth it if yeah. if you get the same fireworks. So Yep. Um and then we get two teams that were surprising upsets in my mind, um, at the end of this. Pitt in West Virginia and then TCU in Houston, which Pitt was upset by Cincinnati and Houston was upset by Rice. JT so, Daniels. 
JT Daniels, that son of a that bitch. The Perry guy. Ellis of college football. <laughs> Literally. Um, but Pitt at West Virginia, the backyard brawl. This game is in Morgantown. Uh, West Virginia is a one-and-a-half-point dog. Might as well be a pick Um I had this yeah. to begin the year that I was going to take West Virginia, um, even though I'm down on West Virginia, and I'm still going to take West Virginia. They are – they're hungry. They hate each other. This game's at home. That is going to be, if I had to be like, Hey, what is going to be the loudest stadium in week three? It is going to be Morgantown, West Virginia. That is going to be yeah. the loudest stadium in college football. It was, that game was week zero last year, I think. And yes. And they played on a Thursday insane. night. It was awesome. It was insanity. I was just like, I, that got me so juiced for football. There was yep. that the worst dropped pass I've ever yep. seen. JT uh, Daniels threw a pick game. six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how many times can we say jt daniels on the show um, yeah JT, who who are we talking about jt, JT daniels oh jt yeah, daniels yeah, yeah, yeah. oh jt daniels yeah um but yeah i mean it's a massive rivalry it's the backyard brawl or whatever and and the spread like i don't know enough about either team to like lean one way or the other so if you're taking west virginia just for the graphic sake i'll take Pitt. there we go fair enough for the acc Go <laughs> do it for the ACC. Um, and then we got TCU at Houston. Houston's plus six and a half. Uh, this game's at Houston. I weird, weird spread. We have concerns about TCU after what Colorado did to them. I feel a little less concerned now after what Colorado has done to Nebraska. I mean, TCU kept that game within three points. TCU um, could have won that game easily. Yeah, they could have absolutely won that game. And Houston just lost to Rice. Um, and, and Houston barely beat uh, UTSA. Yeah, like Houston could be zero and two. Granted, UTSA and Rice not like cupcakes by any means. But they also but the are crazy not, thing. Neither is, one of those sure. teams are power five, so no. But I think Rice was up like twenty eight to six or something like in the second half, and then Houston was like no, 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 and then put it to like double overtime. But then they ended up losing. But when I was tracking the scores, I was like, oh my god, Houston's getting dogged. Yep, and then TCU, I. They looked good last week, and they again. I think they looked fine against Colorado. They just lost to a good Colorado team. Yep. So I think six and a half is crazy. Um, and yeah, I definitely wanted to throw that game in there because it's Houston's first Big Twelve uh, bout, and uh, I think they're getting a little bit too much respect, and I don't know why. Like it, yep. it kind of is a trap, maybe. Yep. I'm taking TCU <laughs> to win and cover as well. So yeah. All right. Let's do uh, a quick little best bets. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't have a ton this week. So in in a heartbreaking fashion, I talked about how I was going to take the USC over every single week until it died, and then it died. Yeah. <laughs> and guess, guess who rode with you? God me. damn it. <laughs> so um, I, we're going to pause on that one this week um, just because I'm going to be honest, they play Arizona State. I don't know how I feel about it. We'll wait until USC and Colorado play each other, and then I will just smash that over. I don't give a f- I don't care if that number starts with an eight. I'm going to bang the over in that game. It's going to be electric. Until that point, we could we could take a break on that one. That's um, actually so fair, though. Yeah, like USC Colorado could be 45, 42 at half. Yeah, it, I mean, it, oh man, Caleb Williams had three touchdowns and almost 400 yards at half. This last week against, against Stanford. Stanford, yeah, so. and, and yeah, that's gonna be great. Um, 
But yeah, rip through your best bets. I have like less than I normally do, but still a decent amount, like six or something. Yep. So the first one is uh, Notre Dame Central Michigan under 55 and a half. Um, Notre Dame has held their first two opponents to a combined total of six points. And then they held um, NC State to, I believe, is 21, 20. Um, I thought maybe 24, 45, 24. Yeah, 24. Um, this Central Michigan's offense is is not very good. Um, I they are very very one dimensional. Notre Dame Notre Dame's going to shut them down. I also don't see a situation where Notre Dame runs up the score either. Um, this is going to be a uh, like this will be like a forty five to seven game, and the under will hit, and we'll go home. What's the over under? You said what? Fifty five and a half. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, high. That's high. That's too high. Yep. So okay. I like maybe I'll ride that. I like that one. Um, the other ones, the the other two plays that I am heavy on are the Arkansas minus ten and then Syracuse minus two and a half. Um, um, yeah, yeah, Syracuse I love. Arkansas I like. Um, I talked about South Carolina plus twenty seven. It's not yeah. necessarily like a favorite bet because it's like a fucking that's a dumb favorite bet. It's the dumbest favorite bet ever. But yep. I'm going to take it <laughs> yep. uh, and I'm going to watch it and I'm going to hope that South Carolina covers uh, Florida state minus 28. We kind of touched on how bad Boston college yeah, actually just, is. Just their bottom barrel ACC. Um, like they, they were massive favorites against Holy cross and nah, the Holy cross was they weren't massive favorites. They were like three and a half point favorites in that game. No, they weren't against Holy Cross. Yeah. <laughs> it was not when they were losing the, uh, the, like the FBI, maybe it was an FBI spread. I was looking at, um, but no. Okay. It was 10 and a half. It oh, 10, 10 and, and a half. Okay. Never mind. But I mean, but yeah. so yeah, not massive though. Still like uh, the FBI spread I was looking at was like way higher, but, um, yeah, they really struggled easily. Could have lost that. There was a delay in that game as well. Yep. Um, and Florida State has been smashing the spread. I actually yep. had Southern Miss to cover. That didn't even have a chance. Yep. Right. It was done by half. Uh, Florida State crushed the LSU spread. They were underdogs in that game. They went by twenty. Um, and and I think Boston College and Southern Miss are similar in talent. So I think Florida State can easily win. Like, when's the last time an ACC game? Like remember the Clemson games that were like Clemson Georgia Tech yeah. seventy seven to three, yeah. right? Like we haven't seen those in a while, and I think that this has a chance to be that. And I think the spread's just not giving it any respect because we haven't seen it in a while. But I wouldn't be shocked if it's say at sixty three to to ten. I also don't think Boston College has enough fight in them to do a backdoor cover. Like no, this, no. that's because that's what you're playing on here. Like I don't, I don't think they're good enough to cover the twenty eight. It's if. Florida State goes up 35 and then lets their foot off the gas, and then maybe like they they swing in a back door. I don't even think that happens here. Yeah, I'm so, with you. I, um, I like that. I also really really like Kansas State's. Uh, yep. Uh, yep. Just because of this this I'm, I'm on this all day today, but uh, the ACC against the SEC has been bueno. We forgot to mention that Georgia Tech is playing Ole Miss this weekend. Yep. I do not think Georgia Tech wins, but Georgia Tech is yep. underrated. Right, there they could have beat Louisville week one. They yeah, Brent Key's not a bad coach. 16. Yeah, no, they're they're a good team, and uh, 
just for the pattern's sake, I'm going to sprinkle some on Georgia Tech plus 19 and a half. Yep. Uh, Ole Miss didn't impress me all that much against Tulane. No. Uh, Wyoming plus 30 against Texas. Um, uh, this is the the whole idea that like <laughs> you... the team that beats Alabama, the public is always like, that's yep. the best team in the country. Like, oh my God, they're only yep. getting this number. I'm going to take the over. Like, don't forget that Wyoming beat Texas Tech. This this right. is also very much one of my let's put ball, let's put football aside here for a second. Um, these dudes just had their biggest win in the history of their careers. They partied their asses off this weekend and this week. They partied yeah. their asses off. They they went up and down sorority row and they had themselves a good old time. And if you think that practice was really intense headed into Wyoming, you're wrong. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can this I can a, promise you it was not. Yeah, it's so, a sleepwalk game. You see it all the time. Yep. Um, and twenty nine and a half against like yeah. if it was UT Martin or something, I'd be like, all right, no, obviously I'm not going to touch that. Yeah, but well, Wyoming, very, they're, yeah, they're feisty. They're well coached. Like yeah. And thirties, thirties, kind of crazy. So I'll be taking that. Um, and that that rounds it out actually for me. But the fade games are Pitt WU just because I don't yeah. know. Uh, Penn State, Illinois, because I just won't let myself fall into like I did it with Notre Dame, UConn spreads that are like 12 to 16 that I just do not think deserve to be there. Yeah, they always end up being right there. <laughs> so I can't do it. And then Tennessee, Florida, because it's just too much of a rivalry. The swap is going to be nuts. Yep. Uh, those games are always close and it's a trap spread. So hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, if you guys are betting any of the bets or if you have anything that you want to talk want us to talk about going into next week drop it in the comments um would love to you know see more of you guys in the comment section we're up to 212 subscribers on the youtube now which is a just a tremendous w i mean i i really truly think we have a chance to hit 300 by the end of september so be a friend tell a friend uh share this that's the best way to help us out um also if you aren't subscribed make sure you hit that subscribe button we really do appreciate it you guys are the absolute best and we will see you in the next one. Sayonara.